When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to God, Goals, and Girl Talk, where we discuss living in the culture while living for the kingdom. Join in as we discuss how God's word applies to our lives in relationships, careers, and fulfilling our purpose. Girl, let's talk. Here's your host, Sharla Walker. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. I'm so fired up about just what God is doing this week's episode have a couple of quick announcements to get out of your way and then we are going to be out here um I'm ready so first we are going to be doing another movie night a God Goals and Girl Talk movie night sponsored by our our host or our family um company Hearts Over Habits Incorporated which is the nonprofit that we um where we provide life skills, teaching, and spiritual guidance and mentoring to young women. Um, And like, so ages 14 to 24. So we are going to be having another movie night. I'm so excited. We are going to be watching War Room. If you have never seen it, it's been a minute since you've seen it, you want to be a part. So our date is going to be May 16th. It's a Saturday and we will have that event um, on a, on Eventbrite for you to get your free ticket, share with a friend. I want to pack out Zoom. Like I want to shut it down with us in our movie night. So I'm really excited about that. Um, we also, I want to be able to take you guys' prayer requests. Um, and so we have the email, God Goals and Girl Talk Podcast at gmail.com. So please feel free to send us an email with prayer requests, um, questions, if you have anything that you need further um, insight on. And it is me personally um, reading the emails as of right now. So anything that you send, anything that I can pray, pray for you for, um, that you have a situation and you want some feedback, I love questions so you can slide into my dms okay <laughs> um at hearts over habits tampa um on instagram or you can email us at the god goals and girl talk podcast at gmail.com also our online academy is going to be launching in august you want to be a part you want to get connected so join the facebook group hearts over habits inc Uh, um, on Facebook. We just had a resume building class, which was like a freebie for people who were in the podcasting group. That was really dope. Um, Joya Sasu of Stellar Resume Services hooked us up. And we just received a course from Tiffany, the budget Nista. So she's going to have a budgeting course. We just have a lot of dope people giving us practical life skills um, and information and we are still going to be walking um, in the fullness of what God has called us to be so I'm absolutely excited last but not least in the show notes there is a podcast survey I'm asking that you guys help me help you okay so you will see the podcast survey 
I just want to get some feedback about the show um, and it, just a couple different things to kind of make sure that we are giving you guys the information and the resources that you need. So the show is very much so spirit led, but I also want to just be in tune with my audience and make sure that you guys um, are having your needs met, right? Like that's the whole point of me doing this. And so anybody who completes the survey, make sure you have a valid email address. You will get a free digital goodie from me. Um, so it'll be a sample, an ebook sample of the Check God's Resume Journal. So not quite the whole thing, um, but it's about 100 pages, has some amazing prompts, information, and just kind of helps you get started on your journey to Check God's Resume and to reflect on the goodness and all those miracle signs and wonders that he's worked in your life. So without further ado, I think that's it. I am so excited. Can y'all hear me hitting my hand? You know, like you know when the fist and the hand hit when you talk, okay? I am so excited about this message. Like we are about to dive into um, a series and right now God has kind of given it to me um, in three or four parts and so here we are we're just gonna stay here until he tells us to move um, because I feel like this is so critical and it really started in my study so maybe like a week or so ago God said to me um, smoke and mirrors and I was like okay <laughs> it just is like smoke and mirrors smoke and mirrors smoke and mirrors and so I was like okay let me like just write this down because clearly God is prompting me on this and I need to study more about this and um, it's clearly something that I need to talk about on the podcast and so um, over the next couple of weeks God has just really like reminded me of some things in scripture brought to my attention but then yesterday someone one of my spiritual mentors who I absolutely love I'm part of this amazing group um, just was talking about the move of God that's going to happen that we need to be prepared for that God is going to be removing some people out of um, places in the church people that you may not have expected just God is about to to do some things and pass you know pass judgment on on some of these false prophets and so you know we're getting in position and um we are praying for anybody who may be under their watch praying for the protection of the sheep and so it just really struck me that um you know i'm hearing about smoke and mirrors and then i get this word and then last night right so last night facebook memories pop up and I am looking at one of like the status that I had posted and it was like 10 years ago. And I was like, girl, you work. Thank God for Jesus. Um, and one of my, this me and this girl were best friends. When I say best friends in 10th grade, I mean best friends. And I saw that her picture, but her name was changed and not just her last name, like the whole thing. So I was like, let me see what sis has been up to y'all. My spirit was grieved and then I got I got mad like there's no other way to put it like I was hot like my husband was like okay like I was so mad hand and fist again I was so mad though because long story short she was using her page and her platform and her influence um to she's a part of some weird demonic 
false prophety cult, I'm gonna call it what it is, a cult, a scheme of the devil. Um, and I don't really know, I didn't stay on her page long enough to know um, all the ins and outs of it, but definitely wanted, definitely saw that it wasn't the word of God. And it was a misrepresentation of who God was, um, taking scripture and, and spinning it, um, denying Jesus, but you're using the Bible. It just, it, oh, it just, everything that God was about, they were using scripture and misinterpreting it and twisting it to fit their agenda, but none of it was true. Like even Matt, even now, like I'm so triggered. None of it was true. It was a misrepresentation of who God is. It was a misrepresentation of who Jesus is. It was disrespectful. And I straight felt like I was like, square up. I will fight you over Jesus. I'm out here feeling like Peter. Okay. I was so fired up. And then this morning, God said, smoke and mirrors again. And so a lot of her posts um, that I saw, she was talking about, oh, you know, I'm trying to unveil the truth and show the truth. People need to be woke. And, you know, I just could not like it made no sense to me um, saying that the scripture promotes polygamy, which is not true. There was Adam and Eve, and that was the end. Um, like, it just, there was so much, there were so many lies. Like, it was clearly the devil, and it made me so angry. How are you going to deny Jesus, but you're using scripture, and if you go, like, it, uh let me, hold on y'all, just give me three seconds to put my life because I was, I'm big mad behind it. Like not even just this person, but just that the fact, it the devil gets on my nerves. And the fact that people are out here falling for this and following this, I mean, she had people, not tons and tons of people, but every soul matters. And there are people like, yeah, queen, that's what I was like, nah, uh-uh. Like, no, 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 no. And so you have to pray for those people. But then it made so much sense. Smoke and mirrors, right? This is a part, this is how the devil works. And so when God was revealing to me smoke and mirrors, it's just so, there are so many of us who are walking around naked and unprotected. Like we continue, we continue this fight where, you know, we're, we know, you know, I'm going to struggle and da, 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 and I'm in a fight, but we haven't taken the time to understand, you know, what or who we're up against. You mad at your mama, your mama ain't got nothing to do with this. You mad at your cousin, your cousin ain't got nothing to do with this. It's a lot of energy that is wasted. And then we feel drained because we don't have no intel, so no intelligence. We ain't got the tea, we ain't got the scoop, we ain't got none of that. And we don't have no strategy. And then the devil is constantly out here busting your head wide open. Friend. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> okay? So this week we are going to start getting our intel because we're in a war. Like spiritual warfare is real. The devil is real. Like it, it is what it is. We're at war at all times. 
we're constantly warring. But how do you go to war with someone that you don't know? Like, so you're your opponent. You don't know them. You don't understand them. You don't know how it works. You have zero insight. And then be looking crazy when you feel like your head got busted to the white meat. Friend, come on now. No. Because if that happened in the real world, so my parents were military. My mom was in the Marines. My dad was in the Army. My dad has been in countless wars, right? Countless wars. If they went on a mission or into into war with no intel, they literally, they would die. And, and the war would be lost at a great cost. Like, oh yeah, you went out there, but now, you know, my daddy didn't come home. We was not a problem. Um, but, but, you know, people's lives are lost because of a miss, a, a lack of preparation, a lack of intelligence, a lack of taking the time to really understand and to strategize. You can be busy, but you're not achieving nothing. Because you're fighting the wrong person. You out here shadow boxing. So over the next couple of weeks, because there's so much that God has been downloading into me that this is not going to get done in a week. Over the next couple of weeks, we are going to be talking about smoke and mirrors. We're going to uncover the schemes of the devil we are going to expose his strategy and it's not even really exposing it but a lot of this is we haven't taken the time to to figure out what it is it's in the word it's not new how you gonna fight against the devil shake 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 the devil off in the name of jesus but you don't even know what you're doing You're going out here without your armor, you're unprepared, and you have no intel. And then you want to know why there are religions and people out here that don't take you serious. Why demons aren't trembling at the name name of Jesus when you speak it? Because you don't have no power, you don't have no strategy, and you out here naked, they laughing at you. Like those, um, the story about the, um, oh, I can't remember which disciple it was. No, it was um, these four boys, they went and they tried to cast out a demon because they saw um, Paul and Peter and Silas and them do it. And the demon said, Paul, I know. (laughs) Jesus, I know. Who are you? And then they got their tails whooped by some demons. Whooped. Because they went out there unprepared, not understanding what they were dealing with. And it had no strategy. Anybody attached to this show is going to know what it is. We are not falling for the okie doke. We are not falling for smoke and mirrors. It ends today. So get your pens and papers ready. We about to dive in. It's go- it's, it's, it is so deep. So let's talk about what smoke and mirrors like what that means. So smoke and mirrors, when you look up the definition of this phrase, it means to obscure or embellish the truth of a situation with misleading or irrelevant information. So to obscure or embellish the truth of a situation 
with misleading or irrelevant information. This is a clear, clear strategy of the enemy. It is a very clear strategy of the enemy. He will change information, make you think things like this is very clear. This is a very clear strategy of his. And that is why now, you know, when I read the definition, I was like, oh, okay, God, I, I see. I see what you were telling me to do. You, we need to expose this. We need to expose this. So I love to have scripture to back up what I'm talking about. This is a trick of the enemy and it really is, it speaks to who he is. And in John 8 and 44, Jesus is talking because it's in red in the Bible, child. And this is what he says about the devil. For you are the children of your father, the devil, and you love to do evil things that he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character for he is a liar and the father of lies. That's Jesus. Jesus told you what he is. He is a liar, he is a murderer, and has been from the beginning. And that is consistent with his character. That tells you who the devil is. Jesus said this. John 8, 44, New Living Translation. So, smoke and mirrors, that is who he is. He's constantly obscuring or embellishing the, the truth to make it fit the situation. He wants to mislead you and give you irrelevant information. If you're basing your movements and what you're doing off of false information, you're distracted. You're, you're tired. That's why you're not winning the fight, sis. You're distracted. You're fighting the wrong thing. You have no idea what you're doing. And the strategy is available. Our anchor scripture for this series is going to be Ephesians 6, 10 through 12. And we are going to, I'm going to read Ephesians 6, 10 through 12. I'm going to read it in the Message Bible. And then we're going to talk about a couple of different variations. When you study God's Word, you need to look across different translations because you will find different things. So Ephesians 6 and 10 says and that about wraps it up god is strong and he wants you strong so take everything that the master has set out for you well-made weapons of the best materials and put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way there is no afternoon athletic contest that will walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours this is for keeps a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and his angels. Okay? The New Living Translation tells us 
to put on the full armor of God so that you may stand up against the devil's schemes. For the struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Quit playing games. And the King James Version tells you, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and have the power to stand in his might. Put on the whole armor of God so you'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You want to be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So we're going to take a quick break. Let that hit your spirit. Get your Bibles out. Get your pens. And we will be back right after we pay some bills. Hey guys, it's your girl, Sharla Walker, the host of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. I am here to talk to you today about starting your own podcast. If you want to start your own podcast, I'm going to share my podcasting secrets with you. I use a program called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way for you to make a podcast. First off, it is free 99, costs you no money at all. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more platforms. You can make money with your podcast, getting your coins with no minimum listenership. It is everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you are wanting to do something new in 2020, you want your voice to be heard, you want to start a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Now let's get back to the show. Okay guys, so we are back. So Ephesians 6.11 in the King James Version of the Bible tells us it mentions the wiles of the devil. And so I was like, let me look this up because I hear people talk about the wiles of the devil, but I wanted to know just more specifically, what does this mean and why? Like, I feel like if it's in the Bible, it's important. So why is this here? And when you look up the word wile, W-I-L-E, it says that it's a trick or a strategy intended to ensnare or to deceive. Um, Some other words that are synonyms or related to the word while captivate, fascinate, bewitch, charm, and kill. And I was like, wait wait a minute. So the devil will captivate you. It will seem fascinating. It's bewitching. The word witch was on there. He will charm you, but his ultimate goal is to kill you. And I just thought that that was so befitting of what, like, what we're studying. It literally says in the Bible, like, he's charming. He'll captivate you. It's fascinating. But his true, like, but it also will kill you. I also dug a little bit deeper and wanted to know, like, what ensnare meant. Um, So to ensnare means to take something in. So to cap to capture, catch, or trap. And then to deceive means to accept something as true, um, and it also means to misinform, to lead, or to trick. 
So the devil will captivate you to kill you. He wants you to take in. He's trying to capture and trap you. And then he wants to give you misinformation. The mission of the enemy is to kill, steal, and destroy. In John 10, 10, we know that to be true. And so to me, this is just so, it gives so much more insight. Like, yeah, that looks shiny. Yeah, the boy is cute, sis. But ultimately, the devil is trying to kill you. Maybe not physically, but anytime that we are in sin and you're repetitive, you're doing it repeatedly and you're not repentant, you are committing spiritual death. Jesus is there so that we may have a new life, be a new creature, live life and live it more abundantly. But the devil knows what you like. He will fascinate you. He will charm you. And you keep wondering why you end up with a new dude, but it's the same spirit over and over again. Because he'll repackage that thing and use it because you don't have no strategy. Hmm? He wants to kill you spiritually. He wants to steal your your peace. And he wants to destroy your purpose. Now, my question is, are you helping him or are you at war? Because you're in action, so you're not doing anything. You're not digging deeper. You're not being on your guard. You're not being diligent. You're not being in your Bible. You're helping him. The devil ain't got to come up against you, sis. You're all, you're distracted. He ain't got to worry about you. He got you tied up with Johnny and Boo Boo the Fool and Robbie and all the rest of them. This is not, like, this is not a game. The Bible tells us this is life or death, a fight to the finish. You have to have strategy. So we know that this isn't a sprint. It's a marathon. We have to continually be on guard, continually protect our homes, continually pray for ourselves and our family. But you're too busy, you too busy falling for the smoke and mirrors. The Bible tells us that there it's important to understand the tactics of the enemy. Having an understanding of the enemy is not glorifying him, but we are providing critical insight. If you look in 2 Corinthians 2 and 11, um, the scripture, uh, Paul tells us that we are, they were aware of the schemes of the devil. The believers in that time were aware of the schemes of the devil. But we have a generation of people we have so much information, so much information. You literally have the world at your fingertips. But when it comes to this, when it comes to us knowing who the real fight is against, we still find ourselves unaware, underprepared, and under attack. How? How? You, like, we are so weak in the spirit sometimes. Not sometimes. We be so weak in the spirit. Oh, God, sneeze you to deliver me, God. And he wants to. But if you keep putting yourself back in the same situation over and over and over again, eventually you'll be left to it because you're not learning the lesson and you just keep playing games with the devil. And he just keep busting your head. We're done with that. We will no longer be unaware, we are no longer going to be underprepared, and we are no longer going to be under attack. You will be able to see something happening and start praying in that moment. 
even today. The devil tried to use offense. My husband did something I didn't care for, and I squashed it. I was like, oh, I see what you're trying to do. No, sir. We about to squash this. I'm going to get over myself, die to myself. Give me a hug, give me a kiss, boo. Mm. The end. Peace. I walk in peace. Ain't no right or wrong when we on the same team. It is what it is. My flesh should get over it. My flesh should get over it. But if you are still playing with smoke and mirrors, instead of watching for that, you too busy about being right. You too busy worried about being right, getting your point across, not looking like no punk. Um, you can't never be wrong. And you playing right into the hand of the enemy. There are four tactics that we're going to discuss over the next couple of weeks that in scripture we see Satan uses to put up smoke and mirrors. And these four tactics are by challenging God's word, challenging our identity, twisting scripture, and then offering tempting alternatives to obedience. So let's talk about challenging God's word, <laughs> right? Like, so I'm, I'm still like triggered, y'all. I'm trying to pull my life together. Um, just how we talked about this, you know, cult, religion, whatever they want to call it, um, these lies that this group of people um, are being fed and believing. Um, these... This, this is this, and this is the, literally, the devil's oldest trick in the book. So, when I thought about the word challenge, I wanted to look it up because it can mean so many different things. And this definition stuck out to me. To challenge means to demand proof of the truth or rightness of something. Who does the devil think that he is? To where he can challenge and demand proof of of our God. See, that's his problem. And that's why he got kicked out of heaven. But we do it. If God real, he need to show me something. Who do you, who do you think you are in your flesh? No, God has nothing to prove to any of us. He is God. He will work miracle signs and wonders, but he don't owe us nothing. And he's already given us more than we deserve. And didn't give us what we truly deserve or all of us will be dead. Because the wages for sin are death. So who are we to challenge the word of God? And you may not think that you're doing it, but you do it. And that's the smoke, that's the smoke and mirrors. That's the trick. This is the oldest thing that this is the first thing he ever did. So if you're you're trying, he's trying to get you to dispute the word of God, to contest against it. This is what happened to our sister Eve. Everybody like, oh, wait till I get to heaven and I see Eve. But since she's doing the same thing she was doing every day. In Genesis three and one, Satan used this tactic to deceive her. 
this like this is the first thing he ever did the first time you ever hear about the enemy speaking in scripture he is challenging the word of god and then this leads to planted seeds of doubt and mistrust so the challenging of god's word led to eve not trusting the promises and the provision of god and sis was literally standing in the promise and in the provision she was in the garden. All of her needs were met. There was no sin. She was living her best life. And still the enemy came in while she was standing in provision and standing in promise and still tripped her out of her stuff. Challenging God's word. God said what he said. Like in his word, he said what he said. Jesus is the son of God. He said what he said. There's no way to get to God, but through Jesus, he said what he said. That is the word. That is the word. God's word is true and it stands forever. You cannot believe God's word and believe him for the come up in the covering God protect me from my haters you can protect that you can you can pray to him for protection and try to find some some scripture and interpret it wrong you want his word for the covering and the come up but then you want to challenge him on the parts that cause conviction you're not supposed to have sex before you're married. He said what he said. There are not supposed to be same-sex relationships. He said what he said. He said what he said. You're not supposed to be out here cussing. He said what he said. It makes you uncomfortable. It may make people uncomfortable. But the word is true. And there's no sin greater than, oh, well, I cuss a little bit. Like, I saw this sweatshirt. Like, I love Jesus, but I cuss a little bit. No, I mean, no. Who do you really love? Because who you representing? How are you going to say you love somebody, but you do something that misrepresents who he is to you? And now I'm talking to myself. Because God's still dealing with my mouth and my face. You, you cannot be double-minded. The Bible says that a double-minded man can expect nothing from God. Nothing. You cannot take the bits and pieces. Oh, God, the prosperity. Oh, he going to give me the come up. God going to cover me. But the part that causes conviction or make you uncomfortable, the, that's, that's not the same word. It's in the same book. It, it, it literally is in the same book. Numbers 23, 19 tells us that God is not a man that he shall lie. If he said it, it's over. He said what he said. Isaiah 55 and 11, his word will not return void. He said what he said. And let's just squash this too, because just because you are living right and you have been you have you have come out of something that does not give you the the right to become self-righteous you got to check that so yeah i said that homosexuality was a sin but so is cussing and so it's fornicating and all of it is the same at the foot of the cross
the murderer and the quote unquote little white lie you told the same sin is sin the same that's it so there's no difference at the foot of the cross stop trying to like there ain't levels to this ain't no levels to sin sis did you sin or not if so repent turn away from it ask for forgiveness and and accept the new identity and the new the newness that god and jesus has provided you don't be out here coming for people in the in the lgbtq community but your mouth is foul and you fornicating mind your mind your business <laughs> mind your business the bible tells us don't worry about the speck in your brother's eye you got a log in yours come on now that's a trick of the enemy when I feel like I'm getting upset or something that somebody does is upsetting me, I ask God, okay, why is this bothering me so much? Show me an area in my life because sometimes it's not because um, it's so wrong, but because God is holding up a mirror to you so you can see your own reflection in other people. It may not be the same exact thing, but are you dealing with pride? Are you dealing with um a miss a misidentity do you, are you walking and doing things that you know you have no business doing how dare you be mad at somebody else you better worry about your own salvation first <laughs> i constantly ask god give me a clean heart show me what i'm supposed to be doing because the devil will try to make you feel like oh, okay you saved saved now with the with the two <laughs> the same you saved saved you good there's no more work to be done the devil is a lie the fight is consistent, constant. It is a marathon. You don't you don't walk away from it in a couple of hours. This is not it's not something that is is over and done with until Jesus gets back. There's always something we can improve on. And God doesn't want us to be perfect, but there should be progress. You can't be saved, saved for 6 years, but you still fornicating. And they have the nerve to talk about the people who are in homosexuality or addicted to drugs. Just because that's not your sin, don't mean don't mean that your stuff don't stink. It's the same word. The same word. The devil likes to challenge the word of God. That is how Eve got trapped and suckered out of. He killed he the devil killed us literally and the the impact of her choice she fell for the trick and now we live in a sinful world now we live in a fallen world because he planted seeds of, of mistrust and doubt and she was literally standing in promise and standing in provision so if it all happened to her standing in the garden of eden the bible tells us that god walked with them every day she says they had no worries. And she fell for it. Walked with God. She, she fell for it. What is the likelihood that he will use that again? He does it every day. And we just take it. But we're, we're done because I'm calling it out. Stop allowing the devil to trick you and to have you challenge what God said. He said what he said, sis. It's in there. He said it. So it's either going to cover you or it's going to cause conviction and you need to make a change.
but you can't change the scripture. So we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about how the devil challenges identity to try to come in and trick us out our stuff. I am not playing games. I don't know if y'all get to like, I am not playing games. The fire that is burning inside of me, like the Holy, like God is not playing games. He is coming to do a work and you need to be ready. Like the church is not ready. In that end, for me, and as for me in my house, as for me and the people connected to me, that ends today. Ends today. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about how the devil tries to challenge our identity to get us out of the will of God. And then we're going to come back next week and we'll be talking about twisting scripture and offering tempting alternatives for obedience. So take five. We about to get back in here and we are going to finish this strong. Like this is going to deliver some people straight deliver you. We'll be back. It's your girl, Charlotte Walker, the host of God Goals and Girl Talk, here to talk to you about my new prayer journal. Ah, I'm excited. It is on Amazon. Check God's resume. Why are we checking God's resume? Not because he's not great, but because sometimes we just have to remind ourselves of the things that he's already brought us through. This journal will walk you through just documenting the great things that God has done in your life. And it has prompts for quiet time, sermon notes. It tells you how to battle and deal with things that you're struggling with, prayer strategies, anything that you need is in this journal. It will bless you. Please go out, get you a copy on Amazon. It is called Check God's Resume. I cannot wait to hear how it blessed your life. Let's get back to the show. Charlotte Walker, the host of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. Did y'all know I had a whole entire nonprofit? Yes, it's Hearts Over Habits Incorporated. Hearts Over Habits is a nonprofit that I started to help encourage and empower young women ages 17 to 24 in living the life that God has called them to live. We talk about life, relationships, education, anything that you need, we have it. And I want you to be a part. So whether you want to be a mentor, you say, hey, I'm older than that, but I love the show and I want to get in. Please, we need people out here helping our younger sisters. And if, sis, you need help, 
come come girl we have a whole entire facebook group hearts over habits incorporated get in get plugged in we have so much fun so much community in that group and then we have our online life academy launching in august it is going to be phenomenal we are going to have experts that are going to be teaching classes in budgeting career anything that you need we want to make sure that we have it so go ahead get locked in find us on facebook and instagram Hearts Over Habits Tampa on Instagram and Hearts Over Habits on Facebook. Like, share, get in the group, add your friends, add your mama them, everybody, bring them all. Go to our website, www.heartsoverhabits.org today to either get plugged in with a mentor or to become a mentor and do our mentor application process or to volunteer. I am so excited about this community and everything that God is going to be doing and I want you to be a part. Let's get back to the show. Okay, guys, and we are back. So we're going to finish up our last point for today. I know y'all feel like I was coming for y'all. I ain't coming for y'all, but we coming for souls. We are coming for the devil. Like we are about to be in a season where we walk boldly where we're not wasting our time okay we're reclaiming our time in this season like auntie maxine and we're just calling the devil out like we're just calling it out and we're not standing for it so the last point that we're going to talk about is about how the devil will challenge your identity and so our scripture for this in luke 4 1 through 13 satan um tempts Jesus after he's fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And so I just found it really interesting that Satan waited until Jesus was at his weakest um, after fasting to tempt him and to tempt his identity. So you have to read the passage for yourself. I'm not going to do that um, on the podcast this week. But in in every point, Satan kept saying, if you really are the son of God, take the stone, turn it into bread. Do the d- jump down because the angels gonna catch you. Like what? If you really are the son of God, he waited until Jesus was at his weakest point physically because Jesus was all God and all man. So Jesus was hungry, thirsty, tired. He fasted for forty days and for forty nights. Side note, some of us act like we can't fast for 12 for 12 hours. Jesus fasted for 40 days and for 40 nights. And it was at that time, not when he was strongest and filled with the spirit, not on Sunday after service, not no, at your weakest moment. Your enemy isn't going to wait till you got your gloves on. No, okay, I think they got their stance right. Okay, let me, we can square up now. No, they will run up on you. They do not care what is going on. The devil doesn't care that you just had a loss in your family. The devil doesn't care that you just lost your job. Matter of fact, that's prime opportunity when you when he feels like your guard is down because you're so consumed with something else that you're not at the feet of Jesus. That he can come in and attack you. And that is so key in this season. That's why it's so important that you cannot allow an incident. Oh, I lost my job. Let me pray. Oh, I need something. Let me pray. That you cannot allow an incident 
to initiate your relationship with uh, your your response or you talking to God, your relationship with God. I'm always in relationship with him. I'm always talking to him. So I come and talk to God about the incident, but it ain't the first time he didn't heard from me in 50, 11 years, though. You can talk to God about the incident, but not make the incident bigger than God. God know you lost your job. We talked about this in Pick Up Your Mat last week. He knows the situation. Do not allow an incident to be the reason that you initiate your, you know, your relationship with God. And in the second that it's all good, you don't remain in him. You need to be consistent. That's why the devil whooping your tail. He's going to wait until it's not convenient for you. I ain't never met nobody that waited uh, for a fight that wasn't a professional boxer. Okay, I ain't always been saved. The song used to say, run up, get done up. <laughs> okay, the devil is not waiting. He's not. He's going to come when you are at your weakest. The enemy tried to challenge Jesus' identity because he played on his current situation. And honestly, when you look at the story in Luke, when Jesus was on the cross, the enemy tried it again. If you're really Jesus, get yourself down. Prove yourself to us. He did it twice. And that's not even in my notes. Holy Spirit just gave that to me. Because he uses the same tricks over and over. He used um, one of the thieves. You up here like us. If you really Jesus, if you really who you say you are, if you're really the Messiah, get yourself down. Prove to us. Show us who you are. And he waited until he felt like Jesus was at his weakest moment, but little did he know Jesus was doing his greatest work. This was the beginning of his greatest work. But he, it looked like, because the devil, even though he's smart and he has intelligence, he's not all-knowing. He is not God's um, counterpart. He is a counterfeit. He wants to be like God. That's how he got kicked out of heaven anyway. He wants to be him. That's how he got kicked. That's how Lucifer got kicked out of heaven and cast to hell with a third of the angels. Because he wanted to be him. And he he's not his counterpart, but he is a counterfeit. But that does not mean that he won't try you. It does not mean that you should you should allow yourself to fall victim to a scammer. Because that's what it is. So he's not omnipresent. He does not know everything. He does not know your thoughts. He don't know. He don't have the same, the, he's not greater than God. And a lot of times we give him too much credit. The thing that I found most interesting about Luke 4, it says that the spirit led Jesus into the wilderness. So it wasn't like the devil was like, oh yeah, come on, Jesus was good. No, the spirit led him there so he could be tested and tempted. 
God did not do the tempting. Let's be clear, because God does not tempt us. But the Spirit led him there, because in that season, Jesus proved that he was who he was through his response to Satan and left us the blueprint. And so we cannot sit here and act like we don't know what to do because Jesus left us the blueprint. Satan tempted him with food, so he tempted his flesh. Are you hungry? Turn these rocks into bread. Tempted him with power. Oh, you know, you bow down to me, I'll give you all this. Because the devil got stuff to give now. So be careful who you out here covenants us because they may not be as blessed or be blessed by the person who you think that they're blessed by. I don't care who name they proclaim. He tempted his flesh. He tempted him with power. And then he tempted him to flex. (laughs) Oh, go ahead and jump down then. And the angels will pick you up if you really are the son of God. And to me, it it like really, it irked me. (laughs) It irked me. And Jesus passed the test because he stood on the word of God. And in this this passage, he says, you know, for the, the word says, the scripture says, man shall not live by bread alone. Like Jesus had... He was ready because it was in him. Out of the heart, the the mouth speaks. So when he got pressed, just like olives get pressed, just like, like grapes get pressed. When he got pressed, word flew out of him. It flowed. Even when he was stressed, even when he was hungry, even when he was tired, because that's who he was. His identity was God, literally was God. He had his flesh in check and he knew who he was and he stood on it. I found it funny that Satan tempted Jesus with food and the Bible tells us, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Are you seeking God every day for your daily bread or are you out here spiritually starved and then want to know why your your head is getting busted? And food may not be your issue, but whatever your flesh wants, sex, you keep watching pornography, what the words say about that? And then when you get that urge, when the devil, oh, ain't nobody looking. Because he'll lie to you in your own voice. He'll lie to you in your own voice. And you'll believe them. But you need to be able to listen really closely to know who's talking. Is The devil will tempt you with fleshly satisfaction. He will, he will scheme and have you out here risking your integrity for power and success. But you, we all know that anything that's not built on the foundation of God is going to fall apart. You playing yourself because you can't play God. 
You, you are going to take account for everything that you do, seen and unseen. The Bible tells us that God will reward us for the things that we do in secret. But let's be very clear that whatever you do in the dark will also come to light because light and darkness cannot coexist. It can't, it cannot coexist. You busy out here trying to stunt, you flexing. <laughs> And your and your pride, you out here wasting resources. Jesus told the devil, "No, you don't tempt God. <laughs> you play it yourself. Or call the angels. That's a waste of resources. You flexing for no reason. Uh, I saw this video that my um, my husband showed me. Sorry, y'all. I had I saw this video that my husband showed me, um, and it showed that." This lady, she was flaunting her her um her stimulus check. And somebody reached into her car window and took it. On camera. On the internet. What you flexing for? Now you have nothing. Now you have nothing. Because the devil just made you, oh, you got a stunt. You ah, and took this lady's money. All of it. living in pride and now you back where you started the same people that you're spending your time comparing yourself to that you're trying to impress that you're trying to flex on um they're getting their success from the enemy you don't want what they got says trust me trust me meanwhile we know what where our help comes from, where our hope comes from, but we're too busy coveting counterfeits that our eyes are off the prize, that we get in our head busted, that we're falling, we're, you know, we're falling, we're falling trapped. We're getting entrapped. We're getting ensnared. And by the wiles of the devil, Jesus knew who he was and who he belonged to but here's the killer part satan knew who jesus was too and still he wasn't asked it was a rhetorical question satan know who jesus is mark 134 and luke 10 18 they knew jesus talks about how he watched satan fall from heaven like lightning and in Mark, it talks about how the, how the demons, they know who Jesus is. The questions are clearly a challenge because he wanted to try to plant seeds of doubt and mistrust the same way that he did with Eve. But because Jesus knew who he was and whose he was, he was anchored and he remained in position. We too busy out here trying to stunt and we need to start seeking and studying. That, that's why it's falling to shambles. When stuff like this happens, the pandemic, that's where you really find out. And it's time for to do a, a self-reflection. That's when you find out what you really made of. This is a time where we're finding out who the counterfeits are. And who's really standing up for Christ. So that's all I have for y'all this week. When we come back next week, we are going to pick up where we left off. And 
this week I just really want you guys to identify areas where you feel like the devil has been been scheming you have you allowed him to talk you out of your identity have you allowed him to challenge the word of God in your life and then repent for that what areas what people what relationships in your life are ploys and schemes of the devil ask God to reveal it to you this week and then when he reveals it and he tells you what to do and you get instruction. You better do what he said the first time because delayed obedience is still disobedience. And you better go back and listen to our our podcast about disobedience. Disobedience ain't the smoke that you want. You want zero smoke with God. And we're and we calling out the smoke and mirrors that the and the games that the enemy is playing too. I wholeheartedly know that the devil is mad that I'm doing this and that I'm putting this together. And I don't care because I'm ready because every day I put on the whole armor of God. So I'm going to continue to stand on my post and do what God has called me to do. But I want y'all to take this time to reflect and start really looking for the schemes of the enemy. Now, mind you, again, that conviction, just because somebody says something you don't like. Conviction does not mean it's the devil. Oh, you don't agree with me, it's the devil. No, that's a lie from the pit of hell. You need to have wise counsel that can provide conviction and correction. Because that's another thing, that pride. Oh, you a good, good Christian. We all have room to grow. All of us fall short of the glory of God. All of us got work to do until the day of Christ Jesus. Ask God to show you, to prune you, to remove those habits, to just remove the scales from your eyes. So then you can gird up and be ready to go to war every day. You cannot walk out here unprotected. Someone is relying on your strength. Someone is relying on you to be in position in this war. There are lives attached to you. There are souls attached to you. It's not just about me. So take this week, reflect. When we come back next week, we are going to be diving deeper into the twisting of scripture and the tempting of alternatives, um, convenient alternatives to obedience. He is out here playing games. We have so much more work to do in these episodes. Like, God, every time I go to study, God just keeps showing me more and more. This is serious. This is not a game. I love y'all. Stay safe. Stay sheltered in place. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. And get on your face. (laughs) Get on your face and spend time with God. Get off of social media. Get off of the news. Let me tell y'all, coronavirus is still out here. The end. That's basically all you need to know. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. It's still out here. We got work to do. Like this is a, this, at, at some point it becomes a distraction. We got work to do. Get ready. I cannot wait to talk to y'all next week. I love y'all. God bless y'all. All the links and scripture notes, scripture references will be in the show notes. And I will talk to you guys next week. Love you.
Thank you for joining us for another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. Email your questions to godgoalsandgirltalk at gmail.com to have them answered on the show or have a topic you'd like to hear discussed. Looking for a community of women who love God and live for the kingdom? Join our community, Hearts Over Habits, on Facebook. Like us on Instagram and check out our monthly God, Goals, and Girl Talk online events on Eventbrite. Remember, above all else, guard your heart. We'll see you next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.